Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuccinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Hi, everyone. Welcome to activespirituality.life with Pamela Cuccinelle and Susan Mazzoli. Pam's going to let us know all about week 21 of this year, starting with Monday the 23rd of May 2022, and then I'll be jumping at the end for our meditation. So post-eclipse, Pam, how are we all doing? Yeah. Uh, how are we doing indeed? And one thing I want to mention about eclipses, and Susie and I will talk more about this when the next eclipses come up in a little bit, but um, one thing I've noticed is people just, you know, they want to watch the eclipse. It's all over the net. And I know Susie's talked to me that in um, the work she does, uh, from a Buddhist perspective, it's it's like an internal meditation process, and you do not want to look at the eclipse. And I really, I'm really finding a lot of veracity in that from where I'm getting just as an astrologer, you know, of course, I always wanted to see eclipses and the big event and the celestial stuff, but especially this these past couple of ones um i did not watch the eclipse and i was actually in a more internal place and that may well be because of the eclipse it was with that scorpio moon so yes i'm still talking about the eclipse because the effects of the eclipse are where we're at at this point in time because the eclipse is a moment in time that gives a revelation also can be because of this particular one tremendously purging where we just are kind of sloughing off everything that really doesn't work or fit or have rele relevance in going forward in our lives and as a society, and when I say society, of course, I'm talking global human society that ideally is learning how to interface uh, more gracefully with um, all the other societies that are on this planet, um, animal, vegetable, mineral. Um, it behooves us to really think in terms of letting, uh, having the releases of the things that we thought were so darn necessary because are they really? And this week is really giving us a lot of opportunities and overtures to continue that release, purge, um, detox process. And so it may be things that have been toxic for you at work 
work and relationships, uh, what's going on with your physical body, emotional, psychological, even spiritual. I mean, the the interesting thing as um, I've done all the seeking I've done throughout my life is um, spirituality or the depth of it is not just sitting on a mountain in the beautiful woods and just oming. The a, a spiritual process oftentimes feels awful when we're going through whatever revelation seeking or self-understanding that it's time for us to do. And I part of it as I was talking about last week and what I think is so effectual about this week is the continuation of really getting conscious of the ego part of you, the part of you that wants to hold on to what it thinks is necessary for its survival and the part of you that is deeper, this deep well within you. So on Monday, when the moon is in the sign of Pisces, the 23rd, the depth, the plumbing, the going down to what's in that inner well of yourself is, is really profound. And if you find yourself very busy, like in the middle of a gazillion things, deadlines that have to be met, things you have to do, the orientation and awareness that you have this intelligence within you that's so much bigger than your brain and <clears throat> habitual ways of thinking can really help you fly through whatever it is you have to do this day. And when I say you, believe me, I'm, I'm talking about me too. It's the we. It's <laughs> we all benefit from having this greater awareness of that universal unconscious intelligence that can really help our lives flow and and realize potentials that seem like just crazy dreams and and they really aren't if we allow ourselves to move with it with a sense of blossoming and potential so on the 23rd there's a picture in the sky between the sun and jupiter and it's a harmonious picture which makes this a very beneficial energy so those of us who wake up early in the morning or um, put in our dreamscape before we go to sleep sense of, uh, I want to really manifest and be like the maximum stretch over the next couple of days and going forward. And this can be a fabulous day. I really believe that. Keep in mind Mercury's retrograde. And so, therefore, you don't want to, like, um, begin anything contractually new, yet things do begin. And it's also important to know what your personal horoscope energy is, because those of us who kind of lean more retrograde anyway, maybe even born with Mercury retrograde, 
this is going to be a time when actually things are clicking along for you. So that can be good stuff, but still working with the wisdom of the eclipse energy and thinking in terms of what do I need to slough off, release from, move into next. And the, the like red blinking light that happens is when we feel ourselves resisting something. And if this is a sense that you have, then you really can benefit from looking at it and saying, well, why am I resisting it so much? What am I afraid of? What do I think I'm going to lose? What do I think is going to change? What do I think I'm not equipped to handle? And bring it into like present consciousness so it's not just sitting in the back of your mind. And you can actually dissolve consciously things that just don't really track as true. They are habits. They are ways we have of thinking. Um, it can be so many things. It can be a, um, a, a tendency that you fall into, a, a sense of... Mm, I, I'm nervous or I'm not feeling good or I want to comfort myself. So um, is there something sweet I can eat? Is there something I can buy that gives me a lift? Is there um, something I can drink or ingest that gives me a sense of um, feeling better about it? And ask yourself, well, what happens after? Is it a temporary thing? Or am I really addressing whatever the discomfort is? Because when we address the discomfort and we really look at it and comfort ourselves consciously, we may find that we don't need that reactionary um, habit of trying to assuage whatever it is isn't feeling great and then finding ourselves, well, that didn't really work, and here I am again. So I see Monday and Tuesday as high creative days for allowing therapeutic healing, however we may need it, and also going into the flow of whatever the creative expression can be. And so these, to me, are, are lovely days. Um, anything that's a wrinkle or seems to be like it didn't work out, appointment canceled, um, things uh, told no, you know, those tickets aren't valid or whatever, ask yourself, well, is this something I can spin in a different direction and look at differently? If that didn't work the way I wanted it to, how can I do something that allows me a, um, a realization or a resolution or a sense of feeling okay about what transpired. Uh, really, when the moon is in the sign of uh, Pisces, and especially since this moon is so well-aspected, 
whenever we fall into a sense of victimization or being attacked or being thwarted or feeling like something's too hard, it gives us a opportunity to look at, well, how could I see this a little differently instead of falling into this pattern I always fall into? How can I be my own hero, champion, person that moves this to another place? How can I take care of myself or ask for help if that's not something I do easily? And none of these senses of feeling lost, victimized, or small may occur to you on these couple of days. If they do, those are the antidotes. If they don't, then you're probably in another place where you're in this creative flow or this sense of, wow, today is just really, really moving. I am just... Uh, the current is behind me. I am moving with a gracefulness that I love. And we can all do that. I'm simply suggesting how you find the right current if you're in one that feels like, oh, this isn't going where I want to. Well, then make a little segue. Do an adjustment. It can be done. You're more in power of the outcome than you may think. So on Tuesday, the 24th, the moon goes void, of course, at 5.53 p.m. Eastern time. And when the moon's void, of course, we're in this period of time where um, it's the best thing to do is to observe, be present, clear, purge, uh, stay with something already in motion. This is a very brief void because at 5.39 p.m. it jumps into Aries and now we're in fire cardinal energy and we are booking. So the moon is making a picture in the sky with Jupiter. Wow, this is big night. Big stuff, a lot happening, a lot going on. Very important to choose your course of action. What is it you want to do? What is it you want to make happen? How do you uh, respond to what might be overtures or challenges even? Opportunities are not always here. This is this lovely thing I'm giving you with a big bow around it. Sometimes they're challenges. Sometimes they, they give us a push that we weren't necessarily ready or asking for. So again, you are the person in charge of how you want this to play out. But now that Jupiter's in Aries, where it will be for a little bit of time, and I'll talk about that later, and then it retrogrades briefly back into Pisces. But the overall thrust that we're seeing now that Jupiter is in Aries is risk-taking is increasing. People have a greater sense of, oh, let me do this, let me do that, let me go there. And some of us may feel pushed 
and others feel like, yeah, you know, horse out of the gate. So it's an energetic question of where you're at. And so you can determine how big a night you want Tuesday to be for you and what exactly you're going to do with it. One thing to keep in mind about this energy, which runs through Wednesday and then goes void of course at 11.20 p.m. on Thursday night, is that this can feel and seem incredibly decisive. A lot of people can jump on board, say, we're going to do this, let's do that, let's make it move, let's make it happen, and then suddenly the brakes go on. And the brakes, this is the thing about when we have... um, Um, when the moon is in certain positions and we initiate something or agree on something is that the, the stop may not happen exactly at this time. We begin it, things are cooking along and then maybe the stop happens a week from now or two weeks from now or even farther What's important to know is that if you must or if you're inspired to initiate something or engage in something that has a, um, you know, it, it, it has an outcome to it, whether it's on that day or projected out, is that there most likely will be some sort of power struggle that manifests. And that can be with the other person or other people involved, um, or it can be within yourself where you second guess or wonder, why did I do this? What What's happening here? How's this going to pan out? Is this going to be good? And what's important is to be really clear on what you're doing, why, and the decisions you're making. But overall, I I think this track of time is really great to feel alive, feel um, inspired, go with things that really sweep you into it, um, do forms of exercise or physical um, things that are in line with what your body can do, and just just great, great fired up days. When the moon goes void, of course, at 11.20 p.m. on Thursday night, and and Thursday night in general can feel like uh, very seductive, very um, exciting, and then the undertones can be revealed. So, Again, not necessarily bad or evil or Svengali-like, but um, it can be where people feel like they um, uh, lied to themselves or to someone else or felt like they were um, led into something. And it's, it's always good to be as aware and as conscious as possible. <laughs> Um, once the moon is void, it's void until the next day. And the next day it goes into the sign of Taurus at 2.22 a.m. in the wee hours of Friday. And it 
moves along with a very nice energy um, that is all about what is it I'm building towards? What am I investing in? What am I making happen? And, you know, some days we're not really like always involved in projects or, or new things that we're doing. But overall, this is about staying with something that we're working. It can be lovely for gardening, for cooking, for anything therapeutic about your body, for things in your home, for creativity, for um, relationships that have to do with people you touch and really connect with. It's, it's very, very nice energy. And I think it also really benefits from those of us who have worked on the purging and the decision-making and the detoxing that has um, cracked open with this eclipse, inviting us into, okay, so in order to build where you're going and what you want to make happen, what is it you have to let go of or move on from? Because it's not allowing the blossoming, the growth, the manifestation that can happen when we just say we're done. So what is it? that it's time to say you're done with um, this week, or maybe you said it last week, but that's, that's the lovely juiciness about this week. When I think about the Taurus Scorpio, um, um, the Taurus Scorpio polarity, one of the things that is so real about it is that, in order for lush growth, we have to be willing to let something die. I mean, we see this on our planet all the time. Nature knows how to do this with wonderful uh, intelligence and alacrity. Human beings, you know, we get in the way with it because we, we try to control it or make it do what we want it to do. And there's a value in that, but not when it's outworn its usefulness or its ability to let us move into what we're really here to do. And so one of the things as an astrologer that, you know, I work with all the time, including in my own life, is I see what I've done many, many times, not just in this lifetime, but many prior lifetimes. And I also see what I'm here to do and make happen. And so when I hit that wall of resistance and I ask myself, why am I so afraid of losing who I've historically been when I know what I'm here to become. And whatever I've historically been, if it has value 
in what I'm here to become will stay with me. But anything that's holding me back from what I'm here to become must go because it's not really who I am now or who I'm meant to be. I'm not saying this is easy, but it's why we come in. It's what we're here to do. So Friday looks like a a lovely day to me um, as we push through whatever resistance. Venus enters Taurus on Saturday and just continues to give more good juice to all this manifestation stuff. And there can be some sudden, like, changes or surprise or event that happens for you in the um, early morning on Saturday. But when we get into Sunday, it is a lovely day, especially um, in the morning for really just steadily letting unfold what it is you want to make happen. The moon goes void, of course, at 10, 11 a.m. And we're in this nice little tranquil envelope until 1.23 p.m. when it enters Gemini. And then phone rings, texts happen, people are like at your door, stuff is going on. It's Gemini likes to connect. And overall, I think it's a very powerful week, and I turn it over to Susie. Welcome, everyone, for our meditation. So just take 10 minutes now to have a little pause. I invite you to sit down, be in stillness, quiet down, and just find that comfy spot. And for 10 minutes, we're just going to go into our meditation. And uh, believe me, you can do a lot in 10 minutes. You can really change what's going on. So it's a great little thing to try and do every day. Just take that few minutes out of your day just to zone in, quiet the mind or meditate on a particular topic, just leaving some space. So as we take a few deeper breaths, As we come into ourselves, let's just talk, think, meditate on, feel and experience this whole idea of saying we are done with something. Thank you very much. I am done. (laughs) Thank you very much. I've learned the lesson. I am done. Thank you very much. I understand. I've experienced. I've got it now. I'm ready to change. I'm ready to do something different. Let's move on. And as we move on, as we think about it, learning to adapt to the new situation or having to be without something and learning how to change to adapt to that. So when we find something in our life, it can be a situation, it can be a habit, it can be a person, it can be some condition, 
let's, for example, just take a, a relationship. Perhaps you have a, a, a friend that is uh, in your life that, that has been in your life for a long time and you're realising that it's not really a very good relationship for you for some reason. People refer to these perhaps as toxic relationships or ones that don't feed you. Let's just use that for an example. And if we're deciding that we're done, we're saying that we no longer want to have this energy in our life, that we would prefer to be surrounded by people who are of a different kind of attitude or a different kind of a relationship. And when we say we're done, we can obviously be in very, very mixed emotions around that, that the we can be in two minds because we know that we're going to miss that person. We know that person has perhaps taken up a, a fairly big space in our life with, um, with that relationship. And so even if we're done and we don't want to be in that relationship, we're still going to miss it. We're going to have like an empty space there. So there's always these mixed emotions when we say we are done with something. Usually there is a little bit of a conflict or a little bit of, 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 a, of a, we're going to miss them or we're going to miss something or we're going to miss out on something. And so that's where all of that spiritual training comes in for adaption, comes ready for us so that we can really accommodate change. So as we think about this, just notice in your life what is something that you are done with? What is something that you are ready to move on from? Perhaps it's also a, a habit that you have, a habit of, of procrastinating or a habit of eating or drinking or taking something that you know isn't healthy for you. Just notice it might be that you have a habit of, of gossiping, speaking ill about people or being judgmental. And let's not punish ourselves. Let's not come down hard on ourselves because as far as I'm aware, most of us are human and we all have these various traits that we are learning to live with or learning to change or learning to improve. So just notice what's yours, what sticks out in your mind, what's something that you are ready to say, I am done with this. And like a, a gardener, like someone who is caring for their beautiful plants and their beautiful garden we go in and we prune we cut away the dead we allow for new growth perhaps we're reshaping something trying to establish for better growth and just notice what it is that as you step into your garden what it is that you would like to change and think of this change as a way of creating a clearer path 
a path with less difficulty, with less obstacles, a path that allows for you to be effortless in your experience of life, in your experience of growing. And knowing that there is something very important as well. When we say that I'm done with this, it's also a way of saying I am complete, I have learned and thank you, and that it's a way of also saying no to a particular type of energy that could be overall in your life. When we say no more to being abused or no more to being hurt or no more to being taken advantage of, then we're also creating a different type of energy around us that brings in something else that we need. So as we're saying, I'm done, say thank you. Thank you for the experience. Be full of gratitude for whatever it is that you have learned in this situation. Of course, without judgment, but with compassionate understanding and with compassionate listening, knowing that no one is perfect and that we're all learning here. And at the same time as we're saying, I am done, create a new path. Imagine like you're creating like a new branch on your tree that's going to create leaves and shoots and fruits and seeds in a completely different direction, something that you really want in your life, something that you really feel is going to manifest your mission manifest your creativity and give you plenty of space to be who you really are and who you really are as a spiritual being, someone that is here to make this whole place a better place. Each and every one of us has this opportunity. So as we are pruning as we are purging, as we are changing, we look back with gratitude, we express that gratitude clearly, succinctly, and we forge a path energetically for that which we want to bring in at the same time, saying thank you. Thank you for all that I have learned. Thank you for all of the interactions. Thank you for everything. We are done. I am done with this. And now I am creating a new path, creating a new groove in my brain creating a new place in my heart for me as I am changing and for others as well. And as we do this, we take a nice deeper breath and feel that renewed energy 
gently opening our eyes, we say thank you so much. Thank you, everyone, for joining us as always, and we look forward to seeing you next week. Love now. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.